podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. It is Thursday, it is the 12th of September. I am Gav as always and this show is brought to you by Paddy Power. Paddy Power is a betting app, it is a bookies, it is, uh, you know what it is, so, um, we've been here before. But look, if you want odds on Liverpool, specials on Liverpool, uh Football, the Premier League, any football, any sport. Paddy Powers, your, your man to go. Um, man to go to. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly. If you don't gamble, um, disregard everything I've said. We're, we're all good. Uh, there's no problems there. Uh, what are we doing tonight? Well, we're going to have a little look at Newcastle. Um, we're going to have a little chat about that. Uh, anything else that comes up on screen, I will fling them at myself and my guest. And uh, we're going to have a quiz where we have 10 questions each. Um, the majority of you will be absolutely right behind Chris Brack tonight. Uh, Chris, how how the hell are you? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Um, I've had a couple of messages, um, and the messages <laughs> basically go along the line of, um, you know, Chris better win, Chris better know this, Chris better know that. Um, you know, the bookies make me favourite, but you're just slight underdog. Uh, Barry Carr is your biggest fan. Um, I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you that now. Um, he is your <laughs> biggest fan. Um, he wants this more than um, he wants it more than anything. Um, Ian from Paddy Power is on the line. Um, not on the line. He's on the he's on the chat. He has told me if you have any bets at all tonight that you fancy on the Liverpool game, um, absolutely throw them at us. He will see them. He will price them up. He will put them on the um, he will put them on the Paddy Power LFC Day Tripper specials page. Um. We're not talking United again, says Chilks. No, we're not. We're going to talk Liverpool. We're going to do a quiz. Um, Chris, before we start the quiz and before everybody gets overexcited and then starts giving out that um, we're, we're asking ourselves too many questions, Newcastle, um, home, 12.30 on Saturday. Uh, confident going in, and I presume you're really, really excited at the fact that we're playing football again. Oh, yeah. Glad the international football's over now. Um, I was good watching the Reds play. Uh, but, yeah, you've got to be confident. Us at home, it's... These days, it's it's almost like the routine is we turn up, we win, because we've got a good side. Yeah, absolutely. We do have a good side. I've just done a podcast with um for the cup table I stood in this week and as a host and I was talking to the Newcastle fan and when I say this guy couldn't be any more down about watching Newcastle, um it would be a complete and utter understatement that he is absolutely it's just it's not happening for them. Um they, they don't like Steve Bruce, they want Rafa Benitez, they always wanted Rafa Benitez, and on top of that they have injuries coming out of all directions. But for you, Chris, people are talking about you know, different formations, 
change this, change that. What way would you go in? Now, I know you have to factor in Napoli at, at the at the weekend, or not at the weekend, on Tuesday, but would you still go in as strong as you possibly could with the formation we're used to and just keep putting these three points on the board? Um, I think we'll make changes because look at the run we've got at the moment. If we don't get the likes of Shakiri a run out or Oxide Chamber a run out now, apart from MK Dons, when are they going to get a run out? Because you're not going to really rest people, I don't think, against Napoli or Chelsea. And I think even if you rest one or two to give like a Shakiri or Oxide Chamber a run out against Newcastle, you would think that'd be enough. And then it allows us to keep the likes of Bobby and uh, Fabino fresh. So yeah. I think he'll change it. Yeah, do you know what? I have a feeling he'll go with the normal keeper and the back four. I think he may do something in midfield, one change, and I might. I think he might go for Mino up front. Um, I think I think he might with Robbo. And, and go go with Milner left back. Yeah, or yeah, only because I'm trying to think. There aren't many games where we're not going to get away with not playing our best left back. We have quite a lot of options at right back, so this might be the one game he'd probably get away with it. Yeah, he could do. He could do. And like talking to the Newcastle fan earlier, he was saying that they'll play five. They'll play five at the back, and um, they'll play a three in midfield, um, and literally the three centrally in midfield. That that's what they like to do. With one in front and one in, up top. So that the, he reckons they're going to come and literally just try to defend for their lives because he, he their only hope for him is Almiron. Is this young guy? He's meant to be quite exciting, but um. Yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to wait and we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Stephen Max, Stephen Mack, I hope you're not as drunk tonight as you were the other night. You you were very upset in the other night. Um, Mane is on the verge of madness, hence hat trick. I think the odds are up for that. Um, Liverpool, I think it's something like Liverpool to to win, score four, Mane hat trick, something like that. I think that might be up on the. I'll get that on, I'll get that on my screen now in a minute, and, and we'll see how it goes. Um, Kevin Sullivan says he's coming around to the idea of Robbo having a rest two hard games from Scotland, for Scotland. Yeah, he would have had a difficult enough one against Russia and certainly against, I think it was Belgium. Um, yeah, difficult games defensively. Uh, Ian from Paddy Power says Liverpool to win 4-1 and a Mane hat-trick is 150 to 1. Um, yeah, it's not bad. Uh, Barry Carr says he reckons Joe Linton is decent. He's a Rondon type. Um, the jury mm. is still out on him, according to the Newcastle fan, John Richardson, that I spoke to earlier. So we'll have to wait and see on that. Um, do you want to get into the quiz? Do you want to start? Uh, go on, you go first. Go on. I'm asking the question first. Go on, let you go first. All right. So what we do is we'll ask questions as we go along. And if there's any, uh, if the lads there are not drunk on the chat and are coming in with um, some comments, we'll, uh, we'll pick them up as we go. All right. Um, right. Let me see. I will give you this one to start. Uh, 2006-2007, Jermaine uh, Pennant was a Liverpool player. What was the squad number? 16. Oh, straight off the bat, one for Chris. The crowd go mental, I'd say. Barry Carr has popped open some champagne. It's gone, um, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely flying. Um, Stephen Max said it's hard enough, he reckons it's hard enough to upset me. Yeah, it is quite hard to upset me. Um, I, yeah, it is. In fairness, it is. It's, it's quite hard. Uh, go on, give us your first question, Chris. And I, I, I never asked you, have you gone really difficult on these or have you just, uh, I'll just ask 10 questions. Uh, just a bit of, just a bit of Googling. LFC History's website's quite, quite handy for LFC History.net is the best, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's great. So, I'll just use that, basically. Yeah, no worries. Okay, shoot. Okay, who holds the record for the most red cards for Liverpool? Oh, 
the most red cards for Liverpool. We could be going back a bit here, couldn't we? The obvious one people are show is soonest, but I don't think it is. I'm going... Let me think. See, red cards weren't given out really in the in the seventies and eighties. You know, you think it'd be it'd be more recent. But I'm going to go with. I'm going to go Steve Gerrard. Ah, yeah, correct. Is it Steve Gerrard? It is. 70s. Oh, what a show! Yeah, seven surprisingly. Seven, yeah, I just... Seven reds. Yeah, I just... I, it was between him and I, then I thought Carragher and I thought, nah, no, Carragher, I can't remember too many sending offs from Carragher, so I went with him. Uh, Super Al had Julian Dix, Tommy Smith, John Walk, no, Barry Carr had Tommy Smith, no, um, so yeah. Tommy Smith not have that many of those, I think, surprisingly. Yeah, well, you see, it was, it was one of those... You, you see, you see. He's the, got away with Yeah, you see the footage from years ago, don't you? And it's it's fucking <laughs> insane. You know, it's absolutely off off the wall what they were doing to each other, and weren't getting uh, weren't getting yellow cards. Never mind, Rick. I don't even think yellow cards existed then, did they? Um, they just knocked them on the head and said, "Nah, we won't do that." It's look, just keep playing, lads. Don't be worrying about it. Um, right. Uh, what else have we got? Anything else coming in? Somebody says I'm under pressure. I was. I was under really um really big pressure there. I really was. But I just went with Gerard. I just thought something recent, and uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Ian says I'm looking at my phone. I am. I'm actually. Sh- I'm absolutely trying to share this broadcast as I do this. I do this every single night. Um, because it's, I do this. I do all of this alone. So um, it's it's hard sometimes. But uh. I think I've sent everything now. This, this is you don't you don't see this on other podcasts. You know, people telling you how how they do things and stuff. But that's how it is. Um, what well, I have, um, I wanted to talk to you about something else. Oh yeah, I don't know if you have a feeling on this, Chris. Uh, but but the whole talk around uh, Liverpool trying to copyright the name Liverpool. Um, do you have any feelings on this? I just think it's really really strange. Um. Sort of see what, what they're trying to do. I think they're trying to stop these really like, the, you know, the really dodgy kits you see, like, probably like in far flung countries that yeah. look really crap. I assume it's to protect that. But, although their intentions may be okay, if actually you go in two, three years' time, who's to say the new owner ain't going to do it? And then what's classed as a counterfeit? What's classed as a. Oh, it's okay for hats, hat scarf and a badge. It's okay for love, follow, conquer. But if I want to start a t-shirt company up next next month, am I then in breach of? I'm gonna have Liverpool knocking at my door. So it's a I don't know. It just feels like it just feels like a a problem they didn't need to bring up really. Yeah, it's it's just one of those where I I, I see the argument around you know um, the, the copyright around you know like black jerseys and stuff. But you go anywhere. And you're gonna see these jerseys, you know. Like, I, I was, I was in Italy during the summer, and you, you go into these shopping centers or stalls and markets and stuff, and they're everywhere. They're everywhere, and it's not even, it's not even, you know, Liverpool. It's not only Liverpool. It's every club you can think of, any top European, European side, and you see these jerseys, you know. So I think it's, 
it's one of those things where I think you'll see FSG roll back on. Um, a little bit like the £77 ticket fiasco that happened um, going back a couple of seasons ago when we played Sunderland at home, I think. But um, no, I think it's it's one of those that, I don't know, I'm, 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 I'm hesitant to say people are making a, a, you know, a mountain out of a molehill because I haven't really researched it enough. But I have a feeling it might be something that may disappear and disappear quite quickly, judging by the reaction of, you know, fans and 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 supporters groups and things like that. So we'd have to wait and see. Um, is it my question too now? Yeah, that is, yeah, Okay. Um, on the sixth of December two thousand and seventeen, in a seven nil win against Spartak Moscow in the Champions League, um, at Anfield, um, in the group stages, this player captained Liverpool for the first time. What Say again? Coutinho. Coutinho is correct. Chris is on fire. 2-1 to Chris. 2-1 to Chris. Red and yellow cards were first used at the 1970 World Cup in Brazil, says Super Al. Now, there you go. If we were that's why I got away with that. Yeah, well, there we go. That's that's why it's, um, we went for something more recent. Um, Stephen Max says he's all for Liverpool branding the name because of everything. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a strange... I'm going to have to look into this a little bit more. I'm going Apparently, to be honest with you. Apparently Everton own the name Everton, don't they? Do they? Apparently so. But you get away with it because only a part of it's not the whole city. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, Everton Valley and stuff like that. Yeah, I suppose. But mm. but but trying to take the name of a city and say, look, we're we're only allowed to use this. Um, I know. think they have said only in a only in a football context. I think they have said, you know. Not going to be taking it off the council or stuff like that. Alright. Uh, Ian from Paddy Power says Chris has gone into odds on favour for this quiz. Gav is out the six to four, <laughs> uh, cause Chris knows his shit. Um, yeah, it looks like he does. Um, absolutely. Um, but no, look, I'll have to research that, um, a little bit more with regards to this, uh, copyright stuff. And don't get me wrong, the likes of Love Follow Conquer, um, they were a sponsor of this show, um, when we started out. Um, they're good lads that, that they, they, they're very innovative in what they do. You know, um, yeah, and it's good stuff, anyway. yeah, absolutely, and it's good quality stuff. The, the quality is great. I've one or two things from them, and, and the quality is, is top notch. The pricing's good, and you know, the, 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 they think outside the box a little bit. Hat scarf and a badge, the same. Um, but I, it's all, it's probably outside of that. Then that that, that we're, we're looking at, you know, um, red and yellow cards was an idea of British referee after the nineteen sixty six Battle of Wembley with Argentina. Okay, um. I'll take a word for Supra. Um, Stephen Mack is all in on Chris. <laughs> okay, he's all in on Chris. Um, two fairly handy questions, to be fair. Oh, oh, Barry, Barry is losing a bit of confidence in you, Chris. I hope Chris wins. I, I genuinely do, but I'm going to try my best. Um, go on, give us your second question, Chris, and I hope it's not as hard as the first one. Okay, who, are, who, are, who has had the most total games as Liverpool captain out of Hansen, Hippier and Tommy Smith? Total most games as captain. Yes. Okay, so Hippia comes in in '99 and is made captain soon after. I think he's only captain for three years though. Gerard takes it in 2003. Hansen, I think Hansen's only captain nearly the end of his career. He lifts the FA Cup and league in '86, if I remember right. Uh, Tommy Smith. Mm, I'm gonna go Tommy Smith. Okay. Smith had 158 games. Mm-hmm. 
Hansen had 195, and Hippie had 205 as Liverpool captain. Hippie? Yeah, because he did, apparently, he did some years as captain, but obviously he was, like, standing for quite a lot of games as well. So Hippie has had the most. Right. I thought okay. so. Oh, yeah, I didn't think it'd be that much, because I'm, I'm trying to think when Hippie came in. It was, wasn't it, 90? 99. signed. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm way off. I'm actually way off then. Yeah, that's a, that, geez, that surprised me. I'm being honest with you. It probably surprised you when you looked it up. It is. <laughs> um, but look, Sammy Hippie, um, do you know something? Probably one of the biggest things about Sammy Hippie that I think of is actually when he gets the captaincy taken off him. There's no, there's no problem. There's no, you know, there's no issues. He's just down to business, does the business, you know. He seems to up his level after he got lost the captaincy in a way. Yeah, it kind of probably it probably freed him, up. freed him up a little bit, and then you know it probably looks and and you remember like I always remember that game at Old Trafford when he comes in last minute. I think it's Arbeloa, um has to go out injured before the game. I'm mm-hmm. really sure it's Arbeloa, and Hippia comes in and he and he's brilliant in that game. We win four one at Old Trafford, and there's one piece in particular where the ball comes from about ninety feet in the air and he just takes it in one. At one move and just, I think he just takes it down and passes it back to Reina, but the touch is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Scored some he massive was, goals for Liverpool as well. Yeah, he was one of my favourites going up. Hippie, he was brilliant. I thought he was excellent. I, I loved him. Um, and for what, 2.6 million, was it something around that? Um, yeah, it's a bargain. Yeah, absolute, absolute bargain. It's not the, it's the bargain is not the word for it, I don't think. Um, right, uh, is a my whole question. Your question, yep. Okay, alright. Um, so, you're 2 1 up, and here we go, third question. Uh, you'll get this. Uh, and do you know something? I made the more reason because a guy came on the other night and made the more reason, so I did. Um, 07 08, Champions League quarter final against Arsenal. Um, at home, at Anfield, we drew 1 all, I think, at the Emirates. Uh, we win the game 4 2. Can you name the four scorers? Uh, Hippie was one of them. Correct. Babel got the winner. Correct. Uh, oh, I was actually at the bloody game as well. <laughs> That's what Dean did. Um, I think. Gerald with a pen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Torres. Ah, oh, well played. Torres, when he turns... Who's the lad he turns? Is it Torre? Oh no, he gets the penalty away. He gave the penalty away, but isn't there, doesn't he turn? Was a Seagan oh. turned? Senderos. Senderos. And he puts it in the top bin. It was absolutely, yeah. oh, what, what a game that was. And I thought, do you remember Walcott was really like, people knew him but didn't know him at the same time. And uh, he takes the ball and just runs the length of Anfield. <laughs> I, I, I was fuming that because the one time Bacheron doesn't be cynical and kick him down. Yeah. He let him run past him. It's the one time. I've seen Mascherano not take someone else. Yeah, and he goes past Masher, <laughs> he, he goes past Alonso. He, he just runs to the end of Anfield and puts her on a play for Adebayor, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fairly Arsenal, wasn't it? They get it, they get themselves in front and then they get a penalty away 30 seconds later. Yeah, it was quite- absolutely, absolutely. Um, Right, go on, you might, might as well throw another one at me because Barry and, um, Barry and Stephen at the moment are organising a date, uh, in Letterkenny, um, in <laughs> County Donegal. So I'll leave them to it at the moment. So go on, okay. um, you might as well give me the next one. Okay, okay. Sadio Mane has played 49 games at Anfield for Liverpool. How many has he lost? Oh, right. 
Well, he hasn't lost. So he signs in the summer of 2016. Um, 16, 17, and then, well, 17, 18, they don't, they don't, lo- no, they don't lose a home in 18, 19, and they haven't lost already. 16, 17, and 17, 18. He does go away, doesn't he? For the African nations, when we have a bad patch in 16, 17, he's actually away for that really, really bad spell. 17, 18. Do you know what? I'm gonna go one. Zero. Yeah, the lads on the lads on screen are all saying zero here, but I just thought there might be one thrown yeah. in there. But Jesus, the, the other one I heard is uh, apparently it was on Liverpool TV. Uh, Robinson's never lost a game at Anfield. In fact, in his whole career, he's only ever lost one. That, that's when he was at Hull. Well, yeah, that's it's just absolutely it's absolutely it's unbelievable, isn't it? And do you know something? Like- do you know something like? When you look at it now, it makes you appreciate how good a side this is because you go back to the likes of Liverpool in the in the uh, uh, you know seventies, eighties, particularly the mid to late eighties, and they were just destroying sides, you know, just destroying sides. And when you look at it now, go back through all those Liverpool sides and find me them. Uh, there's not many that have gone through a whole season at Anfield without losing. No. You know, it's very good to like a. Uh... Chelsea, when Mourinho went there, they, they didn't lose for, it felt like forever. Oh yeah, yeah, they didn't lose games. They, they didn't believe in it. It was against their religion to lose games. <laughs> he, he did have something ridiculous, didn't he? I, now we, I think he lost some Champions League stuff and he lost yeah. maybe some, he, you know, there might have been a League Cup or an FA Cup game thrown in there. But league wise, it was absolutely phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal what, um, what, the, what, what they done as well. And, but he had, he just took the game to another level when it came to money, you know. Um, right, another one for you. Are you ready? Yeah, go on. Okay. Um, 2010-2011, um, Maxi Rodriguez scores 10 goals for Liverpool. He's the te- second top scorer that season. Who's the top scorer? Yep. I'll say Gerard. It wasn't. It was Dirk Huyt with 15 yeah. goals. And believe it or not, I was looking up something else completely is that, irrelevant. Is that, Gero, is that when Gerard was out for ages of his groin injuries? It, it could have been, but I was looking up something completely different on that season. Not for anything to do with tonight. And when I seen that, I just I thought, that can't be right. And it was, yeah, 15 goals in all competitions in 10-11. Um, which for me was a, a, an atrocious season. Um <laughs> It was really, really, really bad. Um, Dirk Hoyt, but never, never let you down. Um, never let you down at all. Um, Yussi is in. Yussi is in. He said, it's just past midnight here. Um, you should be in bed, Yussi. Um, resting those arms and fingers for when you're playing that guitar. Uh, Yussi. Oh, look up Yussi on, on Twitter, people. Uh, Yussi's great. He does songs. Um, Andy, Andy Young off the day trippers is Yussi's, like, literally Yussi's biggest fan. It's, it's incredible. Anything, anytime Yussi does a song, Andy comes on and goes, lads, check this out. He absolutely adores the man. He really, really does. Uh, give us another question, Chris. Uh, 
Okay. Speaking of bad seasons, uh, Roy Evans and Gerard Houllier mm. took charge of 18 games as joint managers. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. How many did they win? Um, so it was the 90s. Was it 97-98? No, it wasn't 97-98. It was... Jesus, when was it? I can rub the ear down in fairness. Mm. So 18 games in total. Yeah. It's going to be a guess. Um, I'm going to say... Four. Surprisingly, it was seven. Mm, it felt like okay. seven wins, six draws, five losses. It was it was something that was never going to work, was it? No, no. no. Either sack the man. Uh, to be honest, I was a bit like either sack the man or you know wait. You know, felt sorry. I felt a bit sorry for Evans when that happened. So did I, because like if you look at ninety five, ninety six, ninety six, ninety seven. Um, I think it's ninety six, ninety seven. Because my year. Do you know when it comes to Roy Evans and, and Jared Hulia, I can I get a complete blank. Um, just when it happened and, and stuff like that, I, I genuinely do. But uh, he had Liverpool playing some great football. He was probably a little bit naive when it came to seeing out games and and managing games to a certain to a certain extent. But um, yeah. I, I I thought I, I'm with you. You sack him. You sack him. Or Harold's been Evans and probably Rogers. They had very both very exciting sides, but it was a bit of a car crash at the back. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was just, it was one of those things that I just thought, especially bringing him in and calling him a joint manager. Why did, you could have brought him in and called him a director of football for a year. Yeah, I think he'd have got, a, I think he'd have got away with that better. You know, and Evans couldn't go anywhere but leave the club after being manager, let's be honest. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those. Um, right, you are on three out of four, I'm on one out of four, I think. Um, because I keep getting these multiple choice. You've obviously found a way around the system here. Um, <laughs> do you want one more? Yeah, go on. Okay. Um, on the 14th of August 2016, Liverpool win 4-3 at Arsenal. Mignolet saves a penalty from who? Walcott. Yeah. And Walcott scores a couple of minutes later. Um, wasn't it a couple of minutes later he scores and people yeah. lost their shit over uh, Moreno being out of position? Yeah, was this, uh, Milner's gonna play left back and then he got injured in the warm up or something? Yeah, but Moreno, Liverpool have the ball, Moreno's on, moving up the pitch like he's being told to, they get caught in behind and everyone has a meltdown. Has an absolute meltdown. Um Barry Carr says John Barnes should have went into the corner. Yeah, we're talking 1989 again. <laughs> he absolutely should have went into the corner. Um Phil Casey from the Day Trippers, it's his, it's the worst moment of his life. Um it genuinely is. It's absolutely insane how upset he gets over that. Uh, I think the worst one for me was the uh, the semi final lost to Villa. I think that's what I was. I think that's oh, what I lost. Yes, Jesus. I, think I, I, I remember watching a home storm and out after that. As soon yeah. as uh, Lovren ballooned it seven foot over the bar, I was like, from that, forty that, yards. Yeah, that was me taking <laughs> take a long walk to calm down. Yeah, was, uh, from forty <laughs> yards, it was absolutely. Um, <laughs> It was it was it was horrible, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know so watching that game and and did Liverpool go one up in that? Yeah, well, crap on the goal. Yeah, it's, it's a deflected goal from. Um, oh, is it? Is it Coutinho? Coutinho gets the deflected goal. Yeah, and then 
Villa are absolutely appalling and they literally get about 10% better and we decide, oh, fair play to us, we'll just stop playing. Um, yeah. It made it worse because Tim Sherwood in charge. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of word coming in here for John Barnes. I don't know where this has come from. Uh, Stephen Max says greatest player to ever wear the red short. Answer John Barnes. I agree. I think John Barnes is the best player to ever play for Liverpool. Um, I really, really do. Um, let me I, see. I, I still think it's Stevie. Do Stevie for you, Barnes? He, Only because he was surra- he's, he won all that surrounded by a lot of dross. Yeah, well that's that's fair as well. Bar- Barnes, he should be our ambassador, not not Mike alone. Do I agree? Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. Um, I'll, I- the only thing I would say about John Barnes is John Barnes needs to be on television talking about football more rather than being on talking about racism all the time. Now, I'm not knocking him doing what he's doing with regards to racism, but he he's brilliant at talking football. You know, so and he can be pigeonholed a little bit now when anything racism happens, they, they turn to John Barnes. You know that kind of way? And he, I I'm not saying go away from what he believes in and stand enough for what's right. You know, he should not go away from that. But, um, it's, it's, it's just what, don't, I, I just want, don't want to see John Barnes pigeonholed into, oh, something happened in racism. Let's talk to John Barnes. But football happened five minutes later. I don't worry about it, Barnesy. We won't talk to you about it. Um, let me see. Somebody said, who, pa- who passed the ball to Michael Thomas in 1989? Um, I think, I think, I have a feeling Lee Dixon hits it long, does he? Might be actually. And then it comes, it's it's a header flicked on, and it comes out and it hits the defender and he kind of bobbles. Who cares? Stop talking about it. Jesus, Christ. Chris must be a young lad. I don't know what age Chris is. Um, thirty six. Thirty six. He is. He's young. Well, compared to me, I'm thirty seven. Um, <laughs> let me see. Match of the day. Next host, Gav. Uh, no, I'm not hosting match of the day. I won't even. I won't get close to ma- host the match of the day. And I'm not as good on Twitter as uh, Gary Lineker. In fairness, uh, I, re- I really am. He's, he's re- I, I, I think he's brilliant, Gary Lineker. To be honest yeah. with you. Um, right, who's a my question or yours? Oh, it's mine. I think. Oh, my, okay, number five. Uh, who holds the record for the youngest league debut for Liverpool? Oh, jeez. Um, It was Michael Owen. But I have a feeling that's being beaten since. League debut. League debut, yeah. Okay, so Ben Woburn is not it. Ben Woburn, I remember being youngest. I was the youngest scorer when he scored against Leeds. Young, young, young. I had Woodburn in my head, but I don't think he plays a league game after playing that cup game. I go Michael on. No, it's uh, Jack Robinson, the left back. Oh, it is Jack Robinson. Oh, okay, hold- fuck it anyway. He came. He played against Arsenal. He did, yeah. Uh, when we won, was it? Oh, sorry, one one, wasn't it? Yeah, it's in. He's wearing that black jersey with the yellow trim on it. Yeah, he has to. Can't really go injured. He has to come on. He has to come on really early. We had him and, was it him and Flanagan at fullback? Yeah, he comes on. Oh, how did I not get that? Yeah, he doesn't hold them. The youngest ever apparently is Jerome Sinclair, but, you know, it's not really gone very well for him since he left. Yeah, and I think, I think Woburn will be the youngest scorer. I think he is the youngest scorer, yeah. Yeah, how did I not get that? We were only talking about Jack Robinson. 
Um, we were only talking about Jack Robinson uh, maybe last week. I don't know how he came up. But I remember him coming on. I don't know whether he comes on or starts in this game. I have a feeling he comes on, but he has to come on really early. And he's up against yeah. Walcott at the time, who's really, really highly rated. And he keeps, he puts, he puts Walcott in his pocket for the majority of the game. He really, comes on, I'm sure, so like a Rayleigh or someone who goes off injured. Yeah, or, really good question. And one I'm disgusted to get wrong. I'm being, it could have been a Rayleigh, but I do remember him, people raving about him after the game. I think, I don't know where he is now. Was the last time I checked, he might have been with Forrest or something like that. Um, I think it's all to keep you out, but I don't know what he went after that. Yeah, I, I think I've seen him around. Um, I think I've seen him with Forrest at some stage, but I could be. I could, oh, listen, I'm getting most things wrong tonight, um, so <laughs> I could be wrong on that as well. Um, oh, Super Al says Barnsley to be to replace Lineker. He'd be fab. Um, I think there's a good bit of life. Um, I, th- I think there's a good bit of life in Lineker. Yeah, and he's a nice role there, hasn't he? With with you know. BBC and BT Sports, so he's a nice role going on there. But I think he's been excellent considering he had to replace, wasn't it, Des Lynham at the time? And yeah. people thought it'd never work. And look how he's there. Is it, is it, is it, it must be 15 years now, is it? It feels like he's always been there, which is a sign that he's doing very really well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, Gary Lineker, friend of the show, apparently. Um, right. <laughs> next one for you. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Question number six. Uh, you've only got one wrong so far. I think I've only got one right. Um, but you've hit me with some very difficult questions, in fairness. Um, 1994, this one's from. The 19th of January, Liverpool in an FA Cup third round game away to Bristol City at Ashton Gate. Okay? It's Liverpool's 350th game in the FA Cup. It's a one-all draw. Who scores for Liverpool? Now, I'm going to say... I was looking at this question and I looked and went, ah, yeah. Being, yeah, of course he did. <laughs> no. I think Liverpool get beaten 1 0 at Anfield in the replay. And for most of today, I've been trying to think of the guy that scored for Bristol City because it's a name that haunts me. And I will get it at some stage. Oh, complete guess. Uh... Ian Rush. It is Ian Rush. Great guess. Uh, Brian Tinian is the man that scored the replay goal. I've just come, it's come into my head. Um, all I can remember that, that's, it was that one they were that gold kit, one with the, the badges scattered all over it. Yeah, and then we, we go, it's Ashton Gate, it's a horrible game, and we go back to Anfield in a replay, and they do us 1-0. Brian Tinian, I think, is the name of the man that scored the goal that day. Hey, you see, I remember that shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's, I've actually no memory of that game whatsoever. Yeah, so. I remember it. I remember it. I'm nearly. I tell you how. I tell you. I'm nearly sure Brian Tinian was wearing those cycling shorts that they used to wear under their kit. A bit like James <laughs> Milner does now. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Chilks said it was Brian Tinian. He's from and Chilks is from Bristol. See, Brian. Um, I just remember this stuff. It's it's absolutely mad, isn't it? Um, let me see. Let me see. Is there anything else there? No, there's nothing else there. So, um, right. ask me another oh. question. Right in. 2008-2009 season, mm-hmm. uh, Rafa Benitez and Liverpool get knocked out of the Champions League in the group stage. Final group game was at home to Fiorentina. What was the final score? Oh, oh wait, oh nine. This could be a tricky one, couldn't it? Where they win, but they go out anyway, something like that. Um, Fiorentina at home. We go out with us. 
I'm going to say 2-1 to Fiorentina. Correct. Mm, yay. I actually went to that. Uh, it, was, it was a horrible dead rubber because we were already out. We were already out. We were already out. Who else was in the group? Yeah, we'd, we'd already, basically, if we'd won the game, we still couldn't qualify. Mm. You know uh, what? So that's, what, that's one that's completely gone from my memory because of the, the title challenge in Norway. Oh no! Yeah, I remember going and say it's a horrible game. Horrible yeah, game. yeah. I remember years ago going to um, I, I think it was two thousand and three, and we I went to Anfield on a Tuesday. I, I think it was a Tuesday night for it for a UEFA Cup game at that at that time, and it could have been a Thursday. I could be completely wrong, and I think we played. Was it one of the Russian sides and Harry Keel scored, but it was fucking awful. And I remember traveling over to Liverpool and traveling back the next day and thinking, oh, why did I even bother? It was absolutely <laughs> horrible. Myself and me, uh, my wife went and we ended up getting two tickets, but they ended up one up in the upper centenary, one in the lower centenary. And she came down and she's not a massive football fan. And she came back down after I said, I'll meet you here afterwards. Yeah, she came down and she went, just get me away from here. She said, it's so fucking cold. Uh, I think, and I, I, I think- couldn't argue. I think the two worst games I've ever been to, one was um, we lost to Wolves 1-0 when Roy Hodgson was still there. That was probably a pretty depressing game that I've ever been to when just nobody could be bothered. Hodgson? Yeah. Yeah, well, just, any, anything anything associated in Liverpool with Roy Hodgson, and I, I, I genuinely couldn't be bothered either, um, to be yeah. honest. That, that was just... A, that, that appointment for me was just outrageous. Even now to this yeah. day. Yeah, it's... Very strange. Yeah, it was just, it was just uh, listen, and, and people were like, oh no, he's done really well at Fulham, and I was like, lads, this is Liverpool Football Club, not Fulham. Um, is should, it, is a five, sorry? You should get Neil Atkinson on, get, get him on a rant about Royce, and it's hilarious. I know, well, I love, I, I, I do, I do, like, I do like um, Neil, uh, do you know who's actually better? Um, there's a guy in the uh, outfield rap, and he hates Hodgson, and he hates... Oh, he does a scores, doesn't he? Um, no, not Ben Johnson. Um, oh, another, uh, Mike Nevin, Mike Nevin. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you hate him. Um, well, Ben jo- Ben Ben Johnson has something called the uh, the Hodge Files, where basically he wrote uh, like a dossier of <laughs> yes. every, everything who uh, Hodge said <laughs> after each interview, and he's he's read it out, and I'm like, and some of the stuff he comes out yeah. with is just well, you can't, it's like a parody. Well, it's like. A, it's like the it's like the day the Everton beat us three 0 at Goodison, and he said it was Liverpool's best performance of the season. Yeah, and then he put me telly through and that. You know that's <laughs> outrageous stuff. Absolutely outrageous. Um, is a money go? Uh, yeah, I just got the last one right, didn't I? Um, I think it is five three to Chris. One two three four. One two three four five. Chris has five. I think I have three. Um, yeah. So it's a it's my turn now, isn't it? Yeah, you also have to give a question to oh, me, yeah. okay, all right. Uh, Liverpool's 300 uh, game in Europe. That seems a bit mad, but anyway. Um, the 14th of April, 09. Okay, it's a 4-4 draw away to Chelsea in the quarterfinal of the Champions League, second leg. Liverpool, four, Chelsea, four. Can you name Liverpool's four scorers? And if you get this, I'll, I'll give up the fucking quiz, I'm being honest with you. Because when I actually put this question down, I thought, that's very hard. Okay. Do you want them in order? No, I want them any way you want. Okay, uh, Aurelio with the free kick. Yeah. Alonso with a penalty. Yeah. Lucas from distance. Mm-hmm. And Dirk Cout. That is outstanding work. 
you know something? I was looking at them, I could remember three, and I could not remember Lucas Leiva scoring. It's the biggest deflected goal you've seen in your life. Yeah, and, and I... Th- I'm, I'm convinced it's an own goal. Yeah, I could. I just couldn't remember. Could not remember the Lucas goal, and I thought, Lucas... And I was going to go back and look it up, but I, um, I just couldn't. It, it is quite a comical goal. Yeah, Barry Carr straight in, though. Lucas Aurelio, quite and jabby, so fair play. Uh, maybe I just thought it was harder than it was. Maybe just because I couldn't remember that goal. Um, he's, he, he's not the most likely scorer, is he? No, he gets he gets a good header against having them water Louisville in the Cup uh, at Anfield. I remember that. He gets a header away to Plymouth in the third round of the Cup. Um, I think Havard, I think isn't it Havard, he's, he, he bends one in top corner as well. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, he does score a belter, yeah. Um, he gets one against Newcastle when about seven Liverpool players look offside and they're not. He gets a good header against Newcastle at the cop end. Other than that, can't really remember many. He probably oh, he got, he got a header for Klopp in the FA Cup where he, he played some mad side where it was like, Devil James was about 15. Yeah, that played, was, wasn't that, was that not Plymouth away? Was it Plymouth? Was that? I just remember he played Sense, which was uh, just it was just quite a comical side. Plymouth away, I think he gets the winner, and I think that's the game where Rigi misses a penalty. Um, yeah, yeah. People reckon uh, Ian reckons the two lads are googling the answers, which genuinely not. Um, I have two screens open here: one with all the chat, and one with just a picture of me, so I know what it looks like on the internet when it's going out. Um, but no, <laughs> we're, we're not. We're genuinely not. Chris is answering these that fast. There's no way he's googling them. Um, he really, he really. Um, he really is not. Um, Super Al says nobody cheats here. VAR is watching. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think VAR is watching, but we wouldn't cheat. Genuinely, we would not cheat. Um, go on, give us your next one, Chris. Right, I'll show me, AJ. Right, my first ever game at Anfield mm. was on 5th of April 95. Uh, Liverpool beat Southampton 3-1. Okay. Uh, Ian Rush scored the first two goals. Who did he like take the penalty to score the third? On the... Say it again. So, we won 3-1 against Southampton mm-hmm. in 5th April 95. Mm-hmm. Ian Rush got the first two goals for Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Who did he let take the penalty to score the third goal? He didn't take it himself. 5th of April 95. Yeah, my first ever game. Right, so it's too early to let Fowler take it, I think. That's my opinion. Because Fowler's banging in hat-tricks the season before... Against Arsenal? Um, was it Fowler? 94, 95, 95, 96. You're saying Um, 95-96 Fowler's bang goals in all over the shop the Arsenal hat-trick is 94-95 though isn't it or is it 93-94 Jamie Redknapp is that your answer I'm going to say Jamie Redknapp and the only reason I'm saying it is because I feel he might have been coming back from injury and he let him take a penalty because he was coming back something along them lines The answer's Robbie Fowler oh, Why did I go why didn't I go with him? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't I go with him? 
Uh, I remember at the time when there was a penalty, I thought, why is, I, I, I could get mad around why Rush wouldn't take it through a half. Oh, you just went with a really good question that was really obvious and I just, I fell for it completely. <laughs> and I'm at the talk of myself in, in an hour of fella there as well. Yeah, a couple <laughs> of those guys said the answer was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you know what? I, I wonder why he's letting him take that. I've no idea why that, it still baffles me because it wasn't like it was 2-1 to, towards the time and he, that was for his hat trick and he gave it to foul. I think it was quite. It was quite late in the game, like so. Rush but, wasn't a huge penalty taker, though. No, but you thought you think for hat trick he'd won it. Mm, because mm. Fowler's, it's not like it's Fowler's first game. Fowler, isn't it the season before Fowler does the hat trick against Arsenal? I think so. Yeah, I know it's all Manny's broke the record for, isn't it? Yeah, Manny is down to I think three minutes and fucking three minutes dead. It's 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 a crazy one. It really is. Um, right, I'll give you another one. Are you ready? Go on. Well, you, you see what's going to happen here, don't you, Chris? Um, you're going to get a load of these right, and then people are going to start challenging you. Then, um, but the way you've put these questions has been really good. I've learned, I've learned from them. I really have. Um, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed researching to be honest. Yeah, the LFC history down there is brilliant, isn't it? The stuff you put in there is unbelievable. Uh, 2012 2013. This is simple now. 2012 2013. Fourth league game under Brendan Rodgers. Um, who do we play and what was the result? Uh, it was West Brom mm-hmm. and the Beatles. Oh, I'm trying to think we were crap. Uh, Agar is sent off. Yeah, was it 2-0, 3-0? Uh, I'll go 3-0. Yeah, it was 3-0. Absolutely. It was 3-0. It was 3-0. Uh, what's your opinion, Chris, on New Balance or Nike? Asks Shilks. Yeah, you're not bothered. Once you get the money, I'm level. Yeah, I'm not bothered. I, I, I'll be honest. Actually, as a parent, I actually want Nike. Okay. Uh, reason being is uh, my daughter is six, so she's this last year she'll be in what they call an infant kit, so you get mm-hmm. a full kit for fifty quid. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone, somebody I know who's a Chelsea fan says uh, they do it up to the age of seven and a half. I think it's up to the age of seven infant ah. kits. So as a parent, it would save it would save me. Fifty quid, or one hundred pound for a full kit. Nice one, yeah, yeah, that's not so, a bad thing. So that's that's the reason. But otherwise, uh, for me, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't bother. I don't buy kits very often, apart from my little girl. Well, a lot of things came out there. I'm not a big kit buyer either. It would be for my daughter as well. Um, but you know, the night thing came up a couple, was it three, four weeks ago, and it was meant to be a big thing. There was something on Forbes about it, and and yeah. it was a case of, oh no, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Um. And now apparently the news coming out today, or it might have been yesterday today, and it's basically saying the New Balance are willing to break the bank to fend off Nike. So it's all good for Liverpool, isn't it? You know, but yeah, I, I, mean, I think you will be looking at the first one billion, the, the, uh, well, one billion it, uh, pound deal where where it's it, it goes um, Premier League wise. You know, United is the biggest at the moment, but I think I think um, I think Liverpool are about to blow it out of the water. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. FSG like New Balance, don't they? I think they have a deal, don't they? Says they have, they they have the the offer to match anything. But I'm surprised they have that level of money. New Balance might be wrong, but I'd be surprised. The only thing people do come up about New Balance is that the, 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 the to be able to keep up with the demand, like this whole thing, this whole the thing, the black yeah. the black goalkeeper kit has been a farce. To be honest with you. You know, everyone knew how popular it was going to be, and now it's on pre-order at Liverpool, and you can pre-order it and wait for it to come. They should have that every day of the week in that shop. Yeah, you know, um, rather than you, you know, they've been with us for a while now, so you think they must have an idea that absolutely, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
But if well, it comes out, everyone wants it. Well, it'd be like me walking up, you know, the Anfield Road with five free tickets to to a game where Liverpool could win a league title. I'm wondering, will I have enough? You know, to, for the for the demand, you know, you're not going to, are you? Um, Jaden Sancho says super Al. We break the bank for him in t- in 2020. Uh, now I think Kylian Mbappe's the man. Um, but I think I think that maybe that's where the Nike thing comes in. Yeah, and and people laugh at that, but th- th- there's so much truth in it. Uh, know, the that's, that's how they do it. Like you know, Adidas and Pogba and stuff like that. You know, Adidas, yeah. Adidas wanted Pogba in and stuff like that. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, I yeah. think we've two questions left each, have we? No, you've got three left. Yeah, oh, okay, go on, give us one. And okay. I'm hoping uh, they're as difficult as he beat so far. <laughs> go on. I think I think you'll get this one. Uh, Anton Anton Talak mm. was the surprise starter when we beat Juventus two one mm-hmm. in 2005. Mm-hmm. What was his squad number? Oh, give me a minute now. I'll have to vision this guy. Right, it was a 1 to 11. I don't think it was 11 to 20 either. Anthony Latalic. I don't know why number 13 is jumping out at me for Anthony Latalic. But I'm going to say number 13. That's right, yeah, it is 13. Yeah. And the only time I think of 13 is Danny Murphy, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Latalic, yeah, uh, that was a mad result as well to beat Juventus that night with Lisa Latalic in the team and. You know, but it just showed like what a what a run that was for European Cup final. It was insane. It was absolutely insane. Just to you know, you see last season and you see you know last season and the season before, we've a proper, proper team. But that team in in, in um in oh four, oh five just had so many players in it that shouldn't be in there. And then to go away to Juventus with a half fit Javi Alonso and and get a nil all I just thought was amazing yeah. as well. Funny enough, because you, you would say the team we had two years later was probably better. Uh, the, yeah. The oh. seven side was probably a lot better. Oh, 100% better. Absolutely. Well, I went into the 2007 European Cup final. It was against Milan. It was in Athens. And I went in there fully confident Liverpool were, were, were winning the European Cup. Wasn't confident in 05, but was very confident in 07. Right, two left each. Um, I think you've... you've I think you've only got one wrong, man. I think that's phenomenal going tonight. Um, right, here we go. This player made his debut on the 15th of August, 1987. He made his last appearance on the 11th of May, 91. He had 59 goals and 175 appearances. Who is he? Do you want me to read that again for you? Yes, please, mate. Okay. Debut on the 15th of August, 87. Last game on the 11th of May, 91. 59 goals in 175 games. Right. Um, I will I'll, tell you, yeah. I will tell you, I thought it was a disgrace when he left the club. If you're saying that... And I was nine would, years of age. It was like 87, so I would have been... Four. Uh, uh, I've got to say Peter Beardsley. It is Peter Beardsley. 
I'll be honest, it's only because you said it was a disgrace. Yeah, it was. That's, was. that's going to be the only one it could be. Yeah, it was. It was an absolute utter travesty that he left the club. Um, soon as sells him to Everton. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. he had 59 goals though. Yeah, that surprised me. It really did. Um, don't know why, I just, I just assumed he was a lot more prolific than that. Well, then when you look at it, it's 15 goals a season over four seasons. 87, 88, mm-hmm. 89, 90, 91. Yeah. No, it's only three seasons, is it? Yeah, it's about three seasons, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not bad going, is it? It's really not bad going at all. Um, Stephen mm-hmm. Mack reckons it was John Aldridge. No. Um, he was a bit early, wasn't he? Was he 90 when he, wasn't, sorry, 89 when he left? He turned 90. Yeah, eighty nine ninety. Yeah, um, right. Go on, give us another one. We'll finish this. Right. Okay. Who has the most Champions League goals out of our current front three? Big Divock doesn't count. Okay. Um, let me think. For Liverpool, he didn't play in the Champions League for anyone else, did he? Yeah, yeah. Just for the sorry, just for the just yeah. the goals. I'm just trying to think if he played played for anyone else. Um, yeah, goals for other cl- clubs are not counting that. Just Liverpool. Hmm. I'm going to go for, without really thinking, I'm going to go for Sadio Mane. Uh, no, it's actually Mo Salah. Is it close? Salah has 16, Firmino has 15, Mane has 14. Mane is the least out of them. In the Champions League, yes, but he has got, but he has got goals in, over, uh, those are all competitions for us. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, but there you go, what's that, 16, 15 and 14 is 45 goals between them. But I think currently they are, when I looked at the website, they are second, third and fourth all time in European Cup. Brilliant. Gerard? Yeah, Gerard, he's, I think he's, I think he's 22 or something, 23 or something. Like that. So all, you can see all three of them, they stay, stay a bit longer, could, could break that. Okay. Um, it's quite, right, a, quite a scary thought. Right, I think we've one left each, have we? Yeah. Okay, your last, your last one. 9 10. Pepe Reina has 44 appearances in all competitions. Carragher has 45 in all competitions. But one player has more than them at 46. Who is he? 2009, 2010. Um, I'm, hmm. I'm going to guess Sammy Hippie. Go on. Sammy Hippie. It's not, it's Dor Coit again. Ah, Dor Coit again. But I have you there. He's done me twice. You got eight. You got eight of them. That's fucking phenomenal going. Absolutely brilliant. Chris, I am passing on the crown as the king of the quiz to you. Um, they've asked me to give you the trophy, but I can't because we're, I'm in Ireland and you're in England. And that's, <laughs> you know, we haven't advanced that much. Um, but look, it's been an absolute pleasure. Will you come on again? Yeah, no problem. Do you want your final question? No, you don't bother about it. Oh, come on, give us the final one before we go. Go on then. Uh, how many goals has Sadio Mane scored for Liverpool? 63, 64 or 65? All comps. Oh, say, Chris. Because I know you hate these ones. I hate them. Because it's it's just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> 63, 64, 65. Correct. Right, 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 19, 22. He 22 in the league last season, hadn't he? Add another, I think you're 15 to 40, 40. 
I'm going to say 64. Was that an option? That was an option. The answer is 63. Oh, right. Okay, there's nothing I can do about it. 63 <laughs> goals. Yeah, 47 in the league, 14 Champions League, and the two in the Super Cup. There you go. Unbelievable. 16, 17, 17, 18. So just three seasons, 60. So he's averaging 20 goals a season. Yeah. Yeah. Boston. Yeah, I know a man that said he wasn't worth any more than 15 million when we wanted to sign him. So there you go. That Chris? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> for, for once it wasn't. <laughs> for once it wasn't. Chris, um, you have been unfucking real at these questions tonight. I knew you would be. Um, the lads will be delighted. Anyone that put a bet with Paddy Power when Ian threw it out there at six to four should have been on it. Um, but it's been a pleasure. Um, prediction for Saturday before you go. Um, I've, I reckon Liverpool score at, at, win by at least four and Shakiri last goal. Okay. Shakiri last goal. Shakiri's got to score at some point for me. Okay. What I'm going <laughs> to do is the charity bet, um, for this week will go to you with Liverpool to win by, by four or more and Shakiri to score any time. That's it, cool. Okay, money goes to charity. We Lads, we're going to need to start playing this clever and we can go big one week and go easy the next, but if you get your bet right, you get on the next week and give you the bet again, so we'll have to see how it goes. We've gone on for an hour tonight, Chris. Um, it's the longest oh. show I've ever done, but I've, I've thoroughly, <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been a pleasure. Thanks a million. Um, I will talk to you soon. I will talk to the viewers soon. I'm back tomorrow. I will probably be back tomorrow around 12 noon because I'm flying to London tomorrow afternoon. So around 12 noon, we're we'll going to look at the possible lineups for Liverpool and different things like that. Try and join me. If you don't, catch up on the later on. That's absolutely no problem. But that's been the Fatback for for Thursday, the 12th of September. I always get that wrong. Um, it's been a pleasure. Over now. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True green today spark innovation across your federal agency with it hardware software and services from connection public sector solutions your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as connections dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget learn more about innovation for your agency with connection public sector solutions at connection.com slash fed contracts Sports Social Podcast Network.